Welcome to The Best Podcast, a podcast conceived to find the best of everything. Each week, myself, Paul Clayton, and my friend over there, Mark Barron. Hello. There he is. Discuss and whittle down a series of picks from a chosen theme. The theme this week is what, Mark? It's food, Paul. We went with food. We've been over this, haven't we? Yeah. It's food. And what comes from this is a definitive list of bests. And this is real world reviews with little evidence Hot, too, hot too takes much. on hot food. Hot takes on... Well, I don't know. We're just about to do fruit, so that doesn't necessarily <laughs> yeah. lend itself to you hot food. You can eat fruit. I mean, you, you c- shouldn't, but you could. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll get into that in yeah, a while. Indeed. So, uh, yeah. So, the ne- uh, the uh, first item, the first cab off the rank here is... We're going we're gonna to just kind of go through and let you know definitively what the best fruit is. Mark, do you want to start with what... What your idea of the best fruit is? Well, I've got to be honest with you, Paul. This entire topic of food, I am a little bit worried, is going to out me as being not a particularly healthy eater. Okay. So, But that's not to say I don't eat fruit, but I don't eat much fruit, if I'm perfectly honest. My day, my breakfast normally involves a banana. Oh, nice. I'm quite a big fan of bananas. Quite particular about the ripeness. I do find you've got to have your banana game in the supermarket has got to be on point. You've got to be picking bunches apart at different stages of ripeness. Now. So when you eat them on a certain certain days later, they're hitting just peak ripeness whilst you're waiting for it. So others got to be even more ripe or less ripe so that when you're eating them days after that... Do you get what I'm saying? I, I absolutely get what mm. you're saying. And I, I don't want to be a pedant. It's not a bunch of bananas. I don't think it's a hand of bananas, but go on. I've got a lovely bunch of bananas. Isn't no, that a famous coconuts. song? Oh, no, you're right. Yep. You're thinking of the there is a definitely about... Which, about funnily, is, isn't a nut. Is a fruit, actually, a, a coconut. But carry on. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hot take on coconut there. Excellent. Coconut. But yeah, so for me, I think pretty straightforward. Banana. There, I said it. Banana. Mm. So uh, I've I've kind of uh, I've kind of compiled a bit of a list. Oh, excellent. I hope you don't mind. I'm going to go through this list now of the different fruits which I went through and tried to figure out. So I've got on my list apple, orange, banana, grape, strawberry, mango, raspberry, blueberry, lemon, lime, apricot, and peach. Yeah, but we're meant to be whittling that down to a single fruit. So I thought I'll come with one, you come with one, and we pick pick the best one perhaps your particular method of distillation down to the absolute <laughs> nub mark i don't think is going to make for a good discussion i topic. think as the episode goes on the difference in the amount of effort both paul and i have put into this is going to become more and more apparent yeah. but anyway i'm sorry do carry on with your huge list of fruits tell me about it so uh, of that list so the stone fruits can fuck off straight away <laughs> i think we can all agree on I that i think we can all agree yeah. on that your peaches your Done. plums stone, right? stone yeah. fruits even, fuck off even your mangoes and and also that venn diagram of fruits that can fuck off also is tropical fruits i'm not having your pineapples i'm not having your mangoes or your guavas mm. I, unless unless you're making me an umbongo, in which case you know, we'll all go. You're all that. about the tropical umbongo. I'm always, I'm all about that. Was so, there any other type of umbongo? No, just the one. Just the one. So some of the considerations I've put through for fruit, following portability. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, um, your banana fits very well into that category. I've got a specific 
case for my bananas that stops them getting bruised. So... Oh, sorry, I thought you meant like a specific case that you were going to put forward. You've got a specific. <laughs> no, I've, got, I've got a banana-shaped, banana-themed case that is designed to put a banana in so it doesn't get bruised in your bag because that is a problem bananas bruise like a motherfucker right yeah so so, okay this is my other considerations cooked versus raw another thing yeah i mean put it in a pie i guess that's pretty like an apple pie can't get wrong with that you're not having banana pie but i tell you what you are having Mm. and and which you know we'll, we'll get to in a moment but we'll save saved a lot of rainy days in lockdown for me was banana bread yeah, I actually made some banana bread. Didn't come out well, made but it, it killed bread. a few hours during lockdown, and that's that's what the main thing is, isn't it? So uh, seasonality is another thing I've I've written down here. Just simply tropical equals bullshit. <laughs> so there we go. And then uh, and then the other one, which I think is a big deal for me, which is what I call the quality span of a fruit. No, hang on. Are you talking about longevity? No, no, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the likelihood of getting a bad one of a particular oh, fruit. So, yeah. the, and this is what led me at first. My my absolute first go-to was strawberry. Every time. It's a, you know me, I, I'm English through and through. So your go-to was your best fruit was initially going to be strawberry. My, my initial one, English strawberries. You're a classic English want, rose, aren't absolutely. you? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm absolutely all about that. But the issue for me is, you're getting your foreign strawberries. They're coming over here. What? <laughs> what did you just say? They're from they're they're they're. When did this happen? They're papery. They are. They they lack taste. They're hard. So the the quality span from a really good strawberry to a really bad strawberry leads mm. me to say I couldn't pick strawberries. So that's out. That's okay. out of the question for me. And I know that you haven't gone through some of the scientific rigor that I'm particularly going through, but that's mm. just... I mean, I could have. I just chose not to. Okay, that's fine. Mm. Now, also, within my research, I, I found out that the most popular fruit in the world is actually a banana, with over 100 billion eaten a year. Well, yeah. I mean, and I'm putting and, uh, a, pretty, a good chunk of those is, is me. Well, I mean, what you're saying is every I mean, morning. Seven, so a, seven a week. 365 More like five a, a week. I wouldn't almost. eat one on a weekend, obviously. You're not Christmas? <laughs> no, certainly not on Christmas. Nobody's no. having a banana at Christmas, are they? The closest I'd come Apart to a banana on Christmas is if Quality Street yep. bought out a banana-flavoured sweet in their tins. Oh, it's yeah. not, not too bad. What? Are they ever going to do that? If they're listening, just, a, just yeah, an idea fair. there for this so, Christmas. So, I, I, here's mine. Apple. There it is. Classic apple. Okay, but what type of apple? Okay. I mean... <laughs> so it's it, it's a Braeburn for me. Okay. It's a smallish, not is too big. Is that traditionally English? Is that like... So, yeah, I think okay. so. Well, I think maybe they come from New Zealand, but I'm not going to... Not the ones I eat. They are <laughs> crisp. They are... They, they're not too sweet. They've mm-hmm. got a certain amount of sharpness to them. And, and as well, apples as a genre... I think lend themselves to more things than a banana. So uh, an apple pie. I mean, everybody loves an apple yeah, pie. Yeah, can't get wrong. Um, um, what would you have on your apple pie? Just side note. Oh, is it a hot apple pie? Hot apple pie. Oh, ice cream. Yeah, so I'm more of a you know you sort of double cream, something like that, like real cream. Well, but yeah, either I or, mean, either or. As long as you're getting some bloody dairy on it, that's the, the main thing, isn't yeah, it? No, I mean, somebody of a more simplistic mind would have a, a, a double cream. <laughs> what 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 I'm looking for there is the difference in temperature uh. as well as the as the differences you know I, 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 yeah, would... I keep my cream in the fridge Paul don't you worry about that <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much so yeah so so that, that's what I'm going for an apple uh, there, there's so many different things you can do for an apple I mean you don't get banana flavoured tango 
No. There we go. The, more, you're more on a, pity, but you're right. You don't. You're on the defense rests. Yeah. Okay. What about? What do you feel about a pink lady? Because if, if that would be my favorite apple. What from say. Greece? <laughs> oh yeah, because they're they are, the, yeah, yeah for they're Absolutely. called the pink ladies. Yeah, I remember. They? But no, the apple. The film Greece, not the country. <laughs> I was for a moment. I was thinking there. I was like, mm, is that some sort of terrible I don't, racial slur that Paul's just slung at the nation of Greece? There. I'm not a fan of your new confected apples. Is that a new? Is that a new yeah, bee, Is I it? So. Yeah, and I there's also so. the there is a thing, isn't there, where there's like so many get imported, and it's like the the air mileage on yep. some of these fruits is pretty. I very um, much considered the sustainability and the the miles travelled. English Brayburn is what you're talking. Yeah, you're not getting English bananas, are you? I think that's great. I think Paul, you've made a pretty good argument there. Yep, and I am happy. To seed you this win, Apple seed you this win. <laughs> Lovely stuff. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, apples have it. Great. Apple, apples for the win. So we can now say definitively that apples are the best fruit. Right. So on to the next one. So again, the theme this this week is food, and the next category we have is the best thing from McDonald's. Do you want to go? Yeah, well, this was actually my topic that I brought up. So I, yeah, well, I've yeah. got some stru- you keep quite, saying that. It's, some... like it's, it's like it's like you're sort of... It's better because of that. But I've no. got some topics coming up. I'm just I'm trying just... to put a little bit of context behind it to sort of like... It's say, fine. It's fine. Say... I just didn't want to kind of, you know, make but... it about each other, really. I just I just think it's more of a collaboration than it is like, Fair this enough. is my category, this is your category. I think what and I'm they're all to... categories at the end of the day. I think what I'm trying to do is explain how and why I've got such such strong opinions that I'm about to share with you about McDonald's, that not why? just off the top of my head. Okay. But, okay, so first of all, anything after 11 o'clock at McDonald's, e.g. the breakfast menu is no longer available... Is yep. all complete and utter bullshit, and nobody should ever eat it. It's absolutely awful. That being said, the, some of the breakfast items are terrific and are great for breakfast on any day. Right. Okay. Specifically, the best breakfast thing. So I don't know if you're that how familiar you are with the breakfast menu at McDonald's. So I, I, I guess not that au fait. I am massively fay with Are you really? the McDonald's menu. So uh, again, to let in a little bit of daylight upon magic, my I have two sons, both of whom are severely allergic to nuts. Mm-hmm. And the one place that you can go and be pretty much certain that you're not going to get uh, allergy, you know, kind of containing stuff is McDonald's. So generally when we are out and about on holiday and, and uh, etc., the, the go-to place is McDonald's. So we have done breakfast, we have done lunches, we have done dinners, we have done puddings at McDonald's. So I am all about the McDonald's and, and I'm going to disagree wholeheartedly with, with what you just said, but I'm going to let you carry on and just kind of tie yourself up in a few knots. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, I, I really didn't assume that I was dealing with an, a fellow McDonald's goer. So, you know, the, the middle class scales are falling away from my eyes with you at the moment, Paul. <laughs> I honestly had no idea. I mean, to look at your trainers, you I would never have pegged you as a McDonald's fan. Quite the opposite. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that being said, I'm going to be a bit cheeky here. Go on. Would you let me be a little bit cheeky? I'm going to give you some... Here. I've got to say, the thing from McDonald's that is best is a breakfast roll with ketchup meal with a hash brown and a large white coffee. And I haven't finished. 
the reason that it's with a hash brown is because the breakfast roll is a wonderful, wonderful dish for breakfast. It includes your sausage patty. It includes your bacon, smoked bacon. It includes your egg. It's a legitimate egg. It looks a bit weird, but they uh. just put it in a mould. But what it doesn't have in the actual roll is the hash brown. You can get it separate as part of the meal. So you're going to get the meal and you're going to get another hash brown. One of them's going to go in the roll. Yep. The other one on the side, bit of ketchup. You see, I'm going to blow your mind even further here. I, I can't and, wait. I, oh. And admit and, and admit that my favourite thing would have been, if it was still on the menu, mm. the McDonald's breakfast wrap. Well, interesting you should say that. I know someone who works for McDonald's. Did you know? So that used to come with what I assumed was a hash brown. It did have a hash brown in no, it no. and all the other no, accoutrement. No, no. no. Oh, it didn't on. have a hash brown. It had a potato rosti. Specifically, uh. the only they never actually provided it. You couldn't buy it, but that's what came in the wrap. I well, recently learned. Well, here we go. There's my middle class credentials coming up again, <laughs> preferring the rosti over the hash brown <laughs> every time. I mean, I, I think that you've, to be honest, you've gone too far. There. You, you, I mean, what is you're too doing is that being too yeah. many things for a thing. What, what you're doing there is you've picked a meal, and anybody could pick a meal. But that's an item. You can. That's like one item on yep. on the menu is the meal. That meal. I mean, all right, I've, all right. Admittedly, another hash brown on top. That's a piss take. I take that yep. back. Well, and you've added a coffee in there as well. Well, that's you? part of the meal. Yeah. No. So what? I mean, let me just go back to the start of this whole thing and say, please, the best thing from McDonald's. Mm. Did I say the best things from McDonald's? Yes, but I'm arguing that a meal is a thing. It's a it's its own distinct thing on the menu. That I appreciate it's a bit of a push, but come on, give me some latitude. Okay, so I, I'm going to... Whilst I put my case forward for what I think is the best thing at McDonald's, I'm mm-hmm. going to carefully consider that, and eventually I probably discount it out of my brain because it is not a thing, it's things. Potato, potato, Rust, potato, rusty, <laughs> rusty, potato, hash brown. So, my my favourite thing, the best thing. Mm-hmm. So, I, again, I think that whilst while we're going through some of these categories, I think we have to kind of separate sometimes what is our favourite thing mm. and what is the best thing. Do you know what, Paul? That's very wise. I know, right? Uh, whilst kind of researching some of these things, uh, you know, and obviously taking quite a lot more time than you did for quite a lot of them (laughs) is thinking that the best thing isn't necessarily always your favorite thing and so i think the best thing and and i've i have consulted with my family on this is a chicken nugget oh come on that's like processed chicken it's not it's not good it's 100 percent chicken breast is it yep but it's all mushed up, right? Hey, what they do with the chicken breast <laughs> from the chicken to the nugget is none of my concern. None of your business. All I'm saying yeah. is it's 100% chicken breast. The dips are good. I generally go for sweet and sour, but sweet curry Ooh, is okay. Hang on barbecue's all right. Hang on a sec. Okay. Hang on a sec. You're talking about two things there, aren't you? No. Chicken nugget and the dip. No. Well, so... Every... I, mean, I wouldn't have got that pedantic about that, but you were a bit of a dick to me about my meal <laughs> suggestions. Every, so... every box of chicken nuggets, when you go to the window, as I assume you have, or whether you're a walk-in, I don't know. <laughs> when you say, can I have nine nuggets? The immediate next question is, what sauce would you like with that? So I'm counting those as, as one, because they come together. You automatically get 
I don't say, oh, and can I have a coffee or a banana no, milkshake no, 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 or, no. I mean, or, a, or, or a, you know, Maltese and McFlurry, and I'm not lumping that into the same meal. I, I, I'm just, I'm saying there's, there's lots of things, and I, I carefully considered this. I went through, you know, I'm a burger person. You know, my wife is a McChicken sandwich person. Yeah. If it was me, you know, just me, I would mm. have probably chosen a quarter pounder with cheese. Not Wait. a quarter pounder with cheese meal. You know, uh, <laughs> Of all the things in McDonald's, the the most disappointing thing for me is the fry. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I, that's I, interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm much more of a fan of Burger King fries, KFC yeah. fries. Okay, the, the fries in McDonald's, you know, whether it's apocryphal or, or not, there's a whole thing that says they've never touched a potato. Yeah, I think there that's are, bullshit. I think it's bullshit. I call bullshit. Well, I mean, we could Google it, but I'm pretty. We're sure not that's... here to Google, and I think I'll say that <laughs> quite a few times in the ne- in the coming weeks. We're not here to Google. This isn't about facts. This is about opinions. Yeah. Well, although I will say... You have prepared quite a few facts. <laughs> I have prepared some tonight. facts. And also, <laughs> one fact I am prepared to state is that a McDonald's breakfast roll, a coffee, and an extra hash brown isn't one thing from McDonald's. Well, okay. We'll agree to disagree on that, but I, I take your point. But, a chick- I mean, like, so you've gone pretty pure there on just a chicken nugget is, is the best thing. I have to admit, I'm not saying I've never tried them, but I've hardly ever tried them. I've maybe eaten one or two chicken nuggets. What is the point of that sentence you just said? There's absolutely no point in that. I'm not well, saying I haven't tried them. I've tried them. But I haven't yeah, tried many right. of them. So basically, what, what that whole sentence said was, I've tried chicken nuggets. <laughs> all right. All right. Yes. Point taken. That is basically what I said. But I was just saying, I've I've not tried them very often. It's it's not been a big... It, it, chicken nugget hasn't been a big part of my life, is okay. what I'm trying to say, basically. I suppose we're coming at it from very different realms of of responsibilities of yeah. you know, I I I I've, I've grown up in a world of happy meals. Do you know what? Yep. Sorry, I don't hate to jump in, but you're absolutely right there because I've just worked out where we're coming, each coming from. You're yep. coming from keeping your kids happy and quiet. I'm no, com- I do happy. I think we're <laughs> okay. I think well, I'm not about keeping my kids quiet. You, <laughs> okay. you put that on yourself. I just you just strike me as the type of like overbearing parent. That's all. I'm just <laughs> why, why? Yep. <laughs> All right, have you met my wife? Keeping your kids. Oh yes, I have. Yes. All right. Excellent point. Hi, George. Keeping your kids happy. Yep. That's that's what you use McDonald's for. I use McDonald's to cope with a hangover, and I think that pretty much just explains the two the options that we've just gone through. No, you know what? I think that having you putting that forward, and, and I think that if you'd have done a little bit more research and a little bit more preparation for this, you'd have put that down as one of your prep, one of your considerations for the McDonald's because I completely agree with you on the hangover point of view mm. in that you're there in the morning, you've got your breakfast foods, you want all of your main breakfast food groups in one roll. I think I can, if, if again, if you're prepared to go down to just the roll, and you want to get rid of the coffee and the extra hash brown. Can I put the hash brown I get with the meal in the roll? No. No, because then it makes it something different. Then you are, you've basically pimped your breakfast. <laughs> but that is my prerogative as, yeah. as a consumer. 
as a McDonald's consumer, I'm allowed to do that. But what you've done is, it's like me I've saying... I've gone to McDonald's, and then I've got one thing, and yeah. I'm going to stuff that thing in my face. Come on. That, no, no, no. no, no. You've gone brief. to McDonald's, you've bought two things, <laughs> okay. you've put one thing in the other thing, <laughs> and then you've eaten the thing. Well, right. I think... So it's like me saying, let, let me just put that out there, me saying, <laughs> I'm, I want a, a, a Big Mac... Yeah. And I'm going to get some chicken nuggets. And the best thing from McDonald's for me is a Big Mac with eight chicken nuggets stuck the, in it. The difference is, and I hate to harp on this point, and I am being a little bit pedantic about this, is that you can't buy chicken nuggets and a Big Mac with, with one item on a menu. Whereas you can with what I'm talking about. You I, can buy the meal. The meal is an item on the menu. I think you're being a bit... Like a bit of a stickler for the rules on this, but having said that, yep. I think you made a pretty strong case for the nugget. Yep. Like I said, it's not a big part of my life, but I understand many people like them. Usain Bolt, famously, famously. big chicken McNugget fan. So I think, considering he is, you know, undoubtedly the fastest man alive, yep. I am going to bow to your greater knowledge on this, and I'm happy. Yep. To give you the win on this one. Chicken McNugget. Chicken Chicken McNugget is is the best thing from McDonald's. All right. Just uh, just on the side there and saying I'm not about facts, a fact that I did learn whilst researching at McDonald's <laughs> that that since its creation in 1955 since its founding, if you've seen that film, mm. McDonald's has so- have sold over 300 billion burgers. How many cows is that, Paul? Have you done any research on how many cows exactly that would be? Twelve. Twelve cows? Twelve. Twelve really big cows. Yeah. Well, there you go. You heard it here first, first folks. I'm not a vet. <laughs> or a mathematician. <laughs> no. Neither of those things. Anyway, Chicken McNugget has it, and I think I'm going to ding the bell. Ding. Okay, so once a week, within our overall theme, what we thought we'd do to keep things fresh and, you know, with our fingers right on the throbbing pulse of the news, news. we would find a news story each within the overall theme for the episode. So, of course, this week's theme is food. So we've both picked out what we thought is the best food news story this week. Now, I had picked one, which was a pretty tame one. It was about the chain Popeyes coming over to the UK. Popeyes chicken. Popeyes chicken. Oh, yep. But that got usurped yesterday when KFC dropped the fucking clangor of the century by messaging their customers, suggesting that they celebrate the thing called Kristallnacht in, in Germany oh. with some crispy, cheesy chicken. You heard about this? You hear this? I, uh, no, I haven't. It doesn't seem like the best in marketing ploys, to so, be honest. First of all, have you heard of Kristallnacht? I have. Familiar with that? I have, yes. Yeah, it's basically the night of the broken glass. Yep. It was the foreshadowing of the fucking Holocaust, basically. Right. Where pre, just pre-Second World War, yep. some nazi-type germans went and just destroyed a load of businesses and killed about 80 or 90 people if i recall okay it is now not a celebration that's celebrated in germany it is kind of like an event that is marked out of respect in germany memorialized memorialized yeah fair enough yeah so basically what happened is that the kfc algorithm which picks out 
events from okay. the calendar. You know, like in your Google calendar, it yep. will say it's the Battle of the Boyne on Thursday. And it's like, okay. International Day of the Beetroot. <laughs> exactly. Not like a celebration, yep. just like a thing that happened that yep. day. So obviously that happened in Germany with Kristallnacht. KFC basically picked, the algorithm picked it out as like a celebration. And then it just put together this automated message basically suggesting that Germans go and celebrate this horrific war crime by having some cheese and chicken. And the kicker, which I don't know if you had heard, is that it is non-kosher. That what they were suggesting that people go and eat is non-kosher because of the kosher rules around mixing meat and milk, or cheese, as it would be in this case. As if it couldn't get any worse. I mean, it is such a serious fuck-up. It is just... As if somebody was thinking of it, just thinking, you know, I'm going to go, fair, I'm going to go and celebrate Kristallnacht with some KFC. They then can't even if they want to. Well, I'd be interested to see what sort of spike in sales they actually saw off the back of this ad- advert, just to see whether, you wow. know, what, if any effect. I'd like to think, hopefully, if anything, sales went down. I think, I think that this can be classed as someone's getting fired kind of news this week. Yeah, someone's in the, yeah, someone's in, in the shit seat for this, aren't yeah. they? That's for sure. Somebody is going down for this in German KFC head office. Indeed, indeed. Anyway, that I thought was, you know, worthy of note in terms of food stories for this week. Isn't it just, well, mine, to be honest, hasn't got quite the same sort of geopolitical import that I think yours had. Mine kind of concerns itself with, you know, everybody knows that right now everybody's gearing up for the biggest competition of the year about to start in a couple of weeks time the press are all over it things have been mentioned in the papers recently and that thing is obviously the food manufacturing excellence awards i mean it's a huge deal i don't know about you but in in my house it's always been a huge huge deal it's all we talk about in my house it's a big thing we stay up late we have we have people over well i don't know whether you probably have been aware because you probably would have been i mean probably like eurovision i imagine you've been you know when the finalists were announced you probably had some sort of gathering with i don't know finger food and and volivants i don't know i mean you're describing the night exactly exactly so you weren't there which is a bit weird i just want to go through just make sure everybody if they haven't heard that everybody knows what the categories are and some of the people that have been kind of that have been put into the categories i think you're doing a listenership a huge disservice by assuming that they don't already know but sure why not just for the sake of thoroughness okay why don't you take us through some of the i will well i mean i i Maybe they have heard it, but what they haven't heard is our sort of opinions on on those groupings. So, first of all, you know, uh, the the headline sponsors for the event are Menzi, it's Columbus, it's DGDK, of course. Obviously, they're always there, right? Huge players in the food manufacturing. It's and it's the National Skills Academy. So, you know, the finalists, and this is, I think... I think this is the biggie this year it's the ambient manufacturing company of the year so you got three this year three uh, of the big hitters okay. so yeah we've been joking about how much we know about these yeah, awards. Sure, of course on. i know fuck all about yeah, them i did have a question yeah what the fuck does that mean what is the so i'm looking at the website here go on. what is the what does ambient mean in terms of manufacture like food manufacturing so here's the thing and this is just off the top of my head obviously <laughs> so, yeah. so here's me taking a guess at your question <laughs> yeah sure no so i, I 
I believe ambient marketing is is kind of in between the hot food and the cold food. So it's kind of the stuff that you get in in your sort of the warmed boxes in shops. Do you want to do you want to name some of the the competitors in this in this particular group? Well, I mean, it's obvious, right? It's the big hitters. So it's Fudge Kitchen, always up there. Fudge Kitchen, Simply Donuts, and Leaford Quality Foods. So <laughs> they're the three. One. They're the big three there on that one. I'm a little bit concerned that the first two, you kind of Fudge Kitchen. There's no doubt in my mind. I know exactly what that company is going to be providing. Yes, it's going to be fudge all day long. Yep. Then you've got your Simply Donuts. It couldn't be clearer. Simply, simply, they're going to make you a donut. Yep. Sleaford Quality Foods has a certain ring of ambiguity about it, and I'm not entirely sure. So two what things for me. Two things for me. It's either catering supplies or money laundering. <laughs> yes, clearly an Eastern European or money laundering flood. Or both. Well, I'm not going to assign a nationality to it. I Mark. think Jesus, we've cracked this wide. That's open. your issue, not mine. So the next, the next one is a bakery manufacturing company of the year. Mm-hmm. So the first one, I mean, again, with your does what it says on the tin kind of approach. Mm-hmm. Baker and Baker. Bit on the nose for me, but Bit sure. Bit on the nose, yeah. The next one, Ginger Bakers. Yeah, again. And the next one is Regal Bakery. Do you reckon that they are, like, by royal appointment? I don't know. I mean, if they are, they've had a bad year. <laughs> and and is horribilis. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. And that's what somebody got when they ate one of their steak bakes. <laughs> chilled. The Chilled Fresh and Dairy Manufacturing Company of the Year. You want to kind of have a few guesses at that? So the Chilled Fresh... I mean, guesses as in terms of what the fuck that means in the first place? Or, well, the, pe- or the people who are nominated for yeah, that award? Yeah, no. <laughs> the people that are nominated, obviously. I mean, well, I'm, I'm looking at the list here. So, I mean, do you want to read them out? Or? Sure. Charlie, Charlie Bigham's quality... Sorry, Quarry Kitchen. Do you, the... do you think that there is an actual Charlie Bigham? That you think he'll be there? Do you think he'll be collecting the award? If, if I think if there is, one. I think there is one. I don't think he's a marketing construct like Mr. Kipling or the Stay Puff Pastry guy, for example. Marsh, marshmallow Man. Oh, Marshmallow. Yeah. Okay. Who's oh, the? It's the Pillsbury Doughboy. Pillsbury Doughboy. That's who I'm thinking. Thank you. It's all right. Sorry, yeah. I've I've modelled my whole look on the Pillsbury Doughboy Doughboy recently. <laughs> yes, he is. But I believe I've heard adverts featuring him, like the Brian Still from Half Price Carpets. Really? Or, whatever or the Asilip Bang guy? The Asilip Bang, Barry Scott. <laughs> and then there's Crust and Crumb Bakery, Raynor Foods, and then the South Carnarvon Creameries. Apologies for the pronunciation there. Don't, we're going to get letters. Are we? Carnarvon. <laughs> uh, that, that might be right. Maybe, maybe that, maybe that's right. Um, so that's yeah. just that. That's just a couple of categories in there. But everybody, obviously, everybody is absolutely, uh, you know, waiting to see what happens with that. It's the Oscars. Well, it's one, the Oscars of the food world. One the thing, one thing that did stand out for me is that there's, there's people awards as well. So there's certain individuals in certain companies that are up for certain awards this year. Is Ben Jenderson on there? No, he's not. Oh. No. He was horrifically overlooked last year. But I can tell you that up for Apprentice of the Year... Okay. So this is presumably somebody who's currently in an apprenticeship with one of these companies. That would make sense. You've got... Big shout-out for Daisy Absent from Coca-Cola Euro Pacific Partners. I mean... for the big boys, right? I'm presuming presuming that that is like a big old organisation that she is a standout apprentice in. She must be. A wonderful future ahead of her. You've got Caitlin Bolton from Prima Cheese. Oh, Prima, like the the cheese. The squeezy cheese. Great. Yep. Keep doing your fabulous work, Caitlin. Go for it. Ellie Emmons from ABP. No idea. Heard of ABP? Blue bloody producers. (laughs) 
<laughs> of of food Foods, presumably quality manufactured food what the hell are they doing in this exactly. list and then lastly you've got Liam Harker from Hovis the bread guys do you think he's the guy that with the like bike with the cobbled street I guess and the they would probably camp. farm that out to the apprentice to do that sort of I thing I would have yeah. thought so wouldn't you I think, I, think, I think we can safely assume that Although, that's, that's his job it's no longer a, 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 an old fashioned institution Hovis I don't think I think it's they've really come up in the world Especially in the food manufacturing kind of yeah. scale. Are they are a rising star. Anyway, thank you for that, Paul. You know, we could spend a lot more time reading out all these categories and all these um, candidates, but suffice to say, the food manufacturing industry this year looks as strong as ever. Good luck, everyone who's Good involved. luck, everybody, this year at the Food Absolutely. Manufacturing Awards. And obviously, Paul and I will be watching with our special hats oh, uh, I'll be, I'm, and I'm, our buffets. I, I've been invited this year, so it's a great honour that I'm going to give out one of the awards. Oh, really? Which award, are you, yeah. uh, which award are you doing? Which award? Mm. Best? I think it's Best Pasty. Best I think. Pasty? Yeah, I think I mean, so. It's, it's going to be great, well, they've, isn't it? They specifically said I had to do a Cornish accent, so <laughs> I'm assuming it's Best Pasty. Otherwise, it's not going to make any sense. I mean... Dare I ask for you to do a bit of your Cornish accent now? Oh, oh God, no. No, no, probably for the Thanks first. anyway. Excellent. Okay. Well, anyway, there's a hot take on some hot articles about food that Paul and I happen to see this week. So, Sideways glance at food news. Indeed. So, on to the next category. Here we go. The next category is one of my categories, if we're assigning whose category it is, which is the best thing to do with an egg. The best thing to do with an egg... Culinarily. Culinarily. Mm. Wow, that's a, is that a word? I think that's a word. I think, why not? And why we can not? Say, we can say it's a word. So, I, again, have written down a few things. I've got an egg fact. Do you want the egg fact now? Yeah, or every to... time. So you've done all this fact research. So, yeah, get your facts out as soon as possible. Get your facts out. Every year... Mm-hmm. In the UK, we eat, not we, not you and I. I got the feeling you're about to blow my mind. Twelve billion eggs. What? In just in the UK? In the UK. Wow. But, and, and just in case you were wondering, and I know you are, if you were to take those eggs and lay them end to end, they would go round the world seventeen times. Although. Who's doing that? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that sounds like a pain in the ass. That is that's mental. Yeah. That's a mad thing to do. Because by the time, I guess, by the time you've gone 17 times around the world, the first one you've put down has gone off. Yeah, and also, when you sort of like get... No good. When you're like on your third trip round and you get back to where you started and you're really going to be thinking then, what the fuck am I doing? It's just more Why eggs. am I doing this? It's just Nobody's more asked me to do this. Nobody it's wants me to do this. just more eggs. I'm so, just putting eggs <clears throat> end over end. They so, just never fucking end. <laughs> just eggs. By that point, you might as well just shove them up your ass. to <laughs> be honest. shove them up your ass. That's the best thing you're going to do with them. Anyway, so, so we're talking more from a, a gastronomic perspective here, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, gastronomic, what? culinary, okay. whatever. So I, I've, I've written down just a few. Because yeah. I, I was just... The more I thought about it, the more <laughs> my mind got scrambled. <laughs> I love... Love what you did. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. So I've got a few ways with eggs that I've got I've written down here. Uh, just as a list, really. Just a list of eggs. Just a list of stuff yeah, to do. Let's hear your list of eggs. Fried, poached, scrambled, mm-hmm. omelette, boiled, dippy. Now, you see, yeah. I'm going hard boiled and dippy egg. Sure. Scotch. Uh huh. And then meringue. Uh, okay, so with scotch. Yep. 
And just going back to you know the rules. Do you that scotch you... an egg? Is it something you do to do? Oh, I believe it might be actually. Do you, yeah, you scotch, do scotch an, egg? an egg. Is it then scotched? I've scotched. You know, no. What are you doing? I've just scotched an egg. No, of course. What you're doing, you're doing there though is you're introducing a whole other element. So, is does that fit the brief? I mean, what is your definition of things to do with an egg? But best, best thing to do with an egg is, I mean, it's it's a it's a kind of a loose category. I mean, even meringue. If you think about meringue, right? I've written meringue. You haven't taken me up on meringue. No. Right. You, you're adding there. You're adding sugar. Sugar. Right. You're air, adding lots of air. Well, yeah, you're adding air. I mean, for a good pavlova type meringue, you're adding cream of tartar. You're adding white wine vinegar. I'm sorry, cream of tartar. I'm not, I'm not familiar with that. What does that? Are you not? No. No. It's a. It's like a thing that you add to make it like marshmallowy, like mallowy, oh, okay. crispy on the outside, mallowy on the inside. God, you never fail to amaze me, Paul, with with your Thanks. stunning, stunning facts. I got to be perfectly honest. I am new to egg. I went through most of my life. Not eating eggs. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? So, for most of my life, until I would say in the last until when, like ten years ago, perhaps, I just I just didn't like egg. Just wasn't wasn't keen on it. It was not partial to an egg in any of its guises. So you know, I used to enjoy watching people eat a soft boiled egg. <laughs> Because dipping the soldiers in and stuff like that. And I used to think, oh, that looks fun. But the actual taste of an egg, just not interested at all. And then... Are you okay? <laughs> I just... What can I say? You know, No, like, sorry. I can even take... You just introduced like a voyeuristic aspect to egg <laughs> consumption that I don't think I've like, ever heard before. Like this the is the idea of a soft-boiled egg that you could dip soldiers in. And I used to watch my brother eat them. But I would just never touch them because I, I just didn't like egg. This is fucking creepy. <laughs> just the, the thought of little Mark. Yeah. Like head peeping over the breakfast table. <laughs> watching his big brother. A gog. Dipping his soldiers yeah. slowly into a golden yolk. Exclaiming a small yelp as the, as the bread touched the... Wow, golden but, yolk but yeah. you, you i mean had you tasted or was it the idea i probably had i guess my mum had given me egg at some point in the past and i decided i didn't like it and so that was it i just never what ate sort it. of uh, i feel like i genuinely feel like you're on a couch somewhere and i'm talking to you <laughs> oh, so well, if we could get to the bottom me, of this that'd be yeah, great if i could no. find, finally find some closure on my egg <laughs> terrible secret when would you have said the first time you tasted egg was oh i i honestly don't know but i'm sure my mum could because eggs were eaten in my household so my older as brother, we've just dis- as we've discovered yeah, with the as, as i used to like to watch <clears> obviously <throat> yeah but my my brother is older than i so he was eating egg so i'm yeah. certain that and i know my mum eggs have been introduced yeah eggs were eggs were a part of the family diet yeah. sure yeah. i come along and for whatever reason at some point when i reached an age where i yep. felt confident enough to to tell my mum what I did and didn't like. Yep. Which actually, I suspect, just judging from the behaviour I've seen of babies, is would have been right off the outset. Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, but one thing that you don't tend to feed babies from the outset is eggs. Is that right? I don't yeah, know. I'm not a parent. You, so yeah, it's I'll, fair, it's fair. I'll, I'll bow to your greater knowledge yeah. on that. But at some point, I just decided I didn't like it. And in all fairness, it's a challenging flavour. You've so, got to admit <clears> that egg is not like a classic great flavor it's an acquired taste right so let's fast forward from you know you obviously are somehow blanking or you've you've 
absolutely kind of shut that part of your memory off of your first egg. And then let's fast forward to <laughs> in the last 10 years or so when you have started eating eggs. Tell yeah. me about the, the, the first one that you kind of went, oh, egg, right? I, I can tell you exactly. where we were. I was on holiday in the Mumbles. Um, Lovely. And again, it, it's, I tell you what, this, is, this whole episode is going to be a story of me being hungover. So okay, cool. We'd, we'd had a bit of a heavy night, big holiday, and we'd gone out for breakfast the next day. Yep. Normally, any time, you know, like when you order a breakfast, I would, I would ask no egg. But I was hungover. We'd ordered a cooked breakfast. I just couldn't be asked or some, for you... some reason. And then it came with the egg and I was just couldn't be bothered to eat around it. And I thought, oh, fuck it. I'll try the egg. And you know what? It was, it was scrambled. Mm. It was buttery. It had some sort of herbs on top. It was quite a nice place to be going for breakfast. I think it had chives on top. And the the eggy scales just fell from my eyes. And all of a sudden, I was in a love affair with egg. And since then? Since then, I've gone on to... So, well, now we get on to my favourite way of of eating eggs. It's not what the podcast is called, is it? (laughs) It's just best best egg. It's not Mark's favourite way of eating an egg. All right, all right. Well, it's it's not. I mean, is it's, that definitely off the table there? Well, I mean, we've literally, we've registered the email address. <laughs> I've, done, I've got the domain, You've name, got the domain name. The whole thing. It's yeah. the best podcast. We're locked into the best podcast. Yeah, we're okay. locked into right. that. So, okay, this so going point. on to what I think is the best way to eat an egg. Yeah. I think it's probably scrambled. And I obviously that was where my love affair with eggs began. Right, I'm partial so. to poached, although I'm terrible at cooking poached eggs. Oh, it's a nightmare. Have you, are you, have you got a system for this? Well, I have now. Uh, what is, is it, does it involve vinegar? It involves cling film. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, come on. Let's have your, let's have your cling film poached egg. So method. your best way to do a poached egg, a proper poached egg, somebody's got their phone on. Yeah, yeah. sorry, that's, that's me. So the best way to do a proper poached egg is you get a ramekin, Say everybody's had a goo dessert, right? Haven't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. To save your goo dessert, you you get some cling film. That's like a square of cling film, small that, that goes over that, that's bigger than the goo. Can ramekin. I just double check that this yeah, is going to involve a microwave, isn't it? It is not. Oh, okay. I do apologize. You put you you put the cling film into the goo ramekin. Okay. A little tiny bit of olive oil, so you just oil the the cling film in the ramekin. Mm-hmm. You break an egg in. To that, mm-hmm. and then you parcel up the egg. So you oh. do a little tie, little knot on the top See. of it to make a little, let's say, sort of egg scrotum. Yeah, I'm calling it. I'm picturing it right now. Yeah, and then you, you get your boiling water as normal. Yeah, and you pop your little egg scrotum into the boiling water. Yeah, right. See you wincing from from, from here, <laughs> and then just a normal amount of time for your for your egg. Get it out. You dry it off. You open it up. There's your perfect there's your poached perfect egg. Because what I Amazing. don't like about a poached egg, because what you can do, you can do your vinegar, you can do your swirly yeah, technique. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you can swirl away, right? Yeah, it never it works. It makes no difference. You end up with wispy <clears throat> bits of white nonsense. And then what you've got is you've got a wet egg. And you put your wet egg on the toast. And yeah. it's just not It's just not a nice feeling, is it? So I I, I feel, feel for you on mm. the poached egg front. I agree with you yeah. that... A poached egg for me is just, it's a bit holier than thou. It's a bit like, look at me, I'm, you know, I'm with your avocado on toast. I'm yeah. with you, you know, I, I don't, I, you know, put some flax seeds on me. You know, I'm, it's just, I'm not having it. It's just too... It's, it's a bit showy-offy, you're absolutely right. But in all fairness, if it's done well, 
then it is a thing of beauty. And like that is one of my, but I, I think scrambled would probably be my favorite. And then after that, soft boiled. Going back to my childhood, I have subsequently since my have you? egg naissance, if you will. Oh, lovely stuff! Thank you. I have now experienced the soft boiled egg with the soldiers, just like I used to lovingly gaze at my brother doing. And I've now had that experience. Do you think you would have an issue with with your brother watching you eat a boiled egg? <laughs> Do you know egg? that's a really interesting question. No, and I think the answer is yes. Yes, I would have an issue with my brother watching so, me eat a boiled so, egg if that was the only reason he was there. So why do you think it was okay for you to watch him? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, I guess you're going to have to get into the psyche of like you know, think, seven-year-old Mark here. I don't, think, I don't think that's a particular ave- avenue yeah. we want to go down. So I, I, I like your idea. of, of So you're going for scrambled, I'm is going that right? scrambled, lots of butter, so nice and buttery and well-seasoned, on toast, Oh, actually, and that oh, I would also go. have HP sauce with. <sighs> and that that's my answer. Okay. How about yourself? I mean, I think it's just as simple as a fried egg. Although... Uh, what would you have that with, though? What would you be having that with? On its own? In a sandwich? So, a sandwich is good. A fried egg sandwich. Bacon fried egg sandwich. Runny yolk? Yes. Every time. Absolutely. It's, you've got to be careful with that, though, haven't you? In the sandwich, that is, that is like, accident waiting to happen. Yes. Absolutely. Well, in the army, they call a, a, a bacon and fried egg sandwich a fried egg banjo. Do they? They do. Uh, I can't really do this very well on the podcast. It's because you hold the sandwich in your left hand like that, and then as and then you do that because you're wiping the egg off your front. Oh, I see. And so they call it a fried egg banjo. Yeah. So it's like the action of doing it. doesn't work on a podcast. Yeah, I mean, for for, 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 for any listeners, then Paul was basically, it looked like he was playing a banjo or wiping egg off his off his. There we front. go. I, you know, it's from my time in the army, I, you know, serving <laughs> queen and country. Thank Absolutely. you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank, yeah. thank me for my service. Semper Fi. Hoorah. So, yeah, mine is fried. Simple as that. Just just so the the yolk is is just set. Cracked black pepper on top. A little bit of of salt has to be sort of crispy around the edges a little bit. Yeah. And I, and I would have that with with your English breakfast. I wouldn't have it on its own. I don't think. No. Ham egg and chips. Big favourite in our house still. Maybe with a bit of gammon. With a bit of gammon. Yeah. I I was once in a harvester restaurant because. <laughs> I mean, be- you know, because you really do know how to live. Exactly. And I was with my brother-in-law, who at the time at a harvester, if you had gammon and chips, you could have as many eggs as you wanted. Really? He had 16 eggs. What? Yeah. <laughs> and he ate them all. So hang on. So wait, hang on. So they, you say, you, you yep. say, I'll have gammon and eggs. Yep. And they say, how many, eggs, how many eggs you want? You can say any number you want and they will deliver it to you with yes. that number of eggs on. Yes. That doesn't sound like a sustainable business model. And they charge you the same either way? The same either way. And he asked for 16 eggs. You could, this was the thing. You could either have a pineapple ring <laughs> or as many, as many as eggs as you wanted. You could, no, just one. There wasn't, a, there wasn't a system for more pineapple. But surely pineapple is cheaper. Like, because it would come out of a tin, it'd be no, cheaper than tropical. an egg. tropical. You can't. You're importing all the way from Hawaii. <laughs> I mean, well, I'll have to consult with the man from Del Monte, but I, I reckon well, that you know what he's gonna the say. economics on this is going to work out to be absolutely crazy. So, yeah, 16 eggs. Anyway, I'm, I'm not going to go into that. I'm prepared, I think, in this occasion, I do love a scrambled egg. And you know what I like about a scrambled egg? Quite often, I will make a, a you know, a, a full English for the family. Great. And the easiest thing to do, and the 
best thing to do to get uh, you know taste as well as convenience as well as you know you know getting everybody that eggy goodness that they need in them is scrambled egg I mean, it's right there. You mm. can do it a little bit beforehand. I don't like rubbery scrambled egg. Mm. No, you're right. It, needs to, be, it still needs to be a bit runny. Oh, what's your take on, like, do you put any milk or cream into it? Yeah, a little bit of milk. Whole milk, though. I, um, yeah, I mean, I don't normally have that in the in the house, yeah. but ideally I would. But Oh, I've got, you know, I've, I've got all the milks. So I was told. I don't want to show off or anything, but I got, I got red, green, blue, all the milks in my fridge. So I was told for every egg you put in, you put in half an egg. So you use one of the eggshells that you've cracked, uh-huh. half an eggshell of milk for each egg, and that, that gives you runny balance, yeah. Runny balance? Run, a runny balance, yeah. Yeah, I think I went to school with him. <laughs> really, really fast. Yeah. He was all over the place. Amazing, yeah. 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 So was, I, yeah. I think we figured out there. And I'm prepared to concede that. I'm I'm more than happy to say that the the best thing to do with an egg mm-hmm. is scramble it. Just scramble the motherfucker. Just scramble, scramble it. it. Excellent. So that's, that sounds like a definitive best. The best way to do something to an egg is, is scramble. So I think we've figured out what are the best of our categories for today we've we've obviously done a few hard hitting news stories for our food themed week and i think that's about it or well, we've also told us something told you something about ourselves yeah i think that there's a you know there's a little bit of a window into our souls that the listeners have not been able to peer into and i and i like to think that over the weeks and over the episodes that us as human beings, we're going to get fleshed out for people, and we're going to really expose our true selves. I agree. A through, through the medium of you know, just kind of arbitrarily picking the best things. A window into our souls. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, and on, on that charming note, I think we will we will leave you. And just to remind you, if you did want to email in any comments or any suggestions, the email address is. The best podcast pod at gmail.com. Do it. 